Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for tonight, for the blessed opportunity to be with you. Lord, we ask you to guide us and lead us by your spirit into all truth. Let your will be done. We are grateful, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Turn with me to Songs of Solomon, chapter 2. Are you glad to be in church? All right. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, minister to our hearts and let us go away from this place refreshed by your power and by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, how many want to be missionaries? You want to be missionaries? Very good. Put down your hands. Now, yesterday, we were in, uh, or the last, this few, last few days, we've been in Hohoi, and um, that's my first um, crusade in that region. And um, I was talking to Reverend Steve Mensah, and he was telling me that the Bhutan region is one of the least evangelized nation, I say nations, regions, you know, and he was telling me that even 10 years ago, some of the things we are doing now could not be done, like a place like Agbozume, if you try to have a church, the guys would attack you, kill you, fight you, all kinds of things openly. Agama, you are from Magbozume, is that not so? Yeah. And so on. But um, when I was there, I felt that God is giving us 100 churches in the Volta region. Amen. So, I began to pray for it. That God should give us 100 churches in the Volta region. Amen. Amen. And I believe that God is going to do it. Now, only Airways can go to the Volta region as missionaries. It's a special mission field. If you are not an Airway, it cannot work. Yeah. And Reverend Steve was telling me that it cannot work. He said an Airway can go to a Gar area or an Ashanti area or a tree or fancy and have a church there. And it will work. But a tree or a fanti cannot go there to have a church. They said that the people don't like traveling. And they don't like to learn anybody's language. And they have some, a say, I don't know, he was saying that, something, something that I'm going back to where my mother is. 
So they, they go back. How do you say it in Ewe? I'm going back to Agama. How do you say it? I'm going to where my mother is. Huh? Or anybody who can say it. Uh-huh. Say it again. Ah, something like that. Danielle. He, he said it. Say it slowly. Danielle. Danielle is what? My mother is. I'll return back to where my mother is. Danielle. Danielle. Matatroga Afika. Daniel. How do you say mother? Daniel. Daniel. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I'm going back to where my mother is. Do you see? Ah. And, uh, and if you go there, you see a lot of these politicians and so on, they have built huge houses there. Every weekend they go there, back to where Daniele is. <laughs> so how many hours do we have here who we can send as missionaries? Stand up. Okay. God is going to use you guys. Look, when I, when I you see, I'll tell you something. I don't do things just because it occurs to me. But when I feel it spiritual. One day I was in Cape Coast recently. And the Lord spoke to my heart about sending missionaries to Ghana. Do you see? Immediately, I turned around and started, sent all the people who came into Ghanaian towns. That's how come we have some of the missionaries, Sefri, Yosu, Sefri, Bekwai, Dunkwa, all those guys, it came from that direction. And now, I also feel, all those directions, they are still there, I'm still doing it. But now, I also feel to do the Volta once. Amen. Are you excited about that? Some about two years ago, I had a, a friend, and he was doing a lot of meetings in those areas. And I told him to start a lot of church, but he has, he has not listened to me. So I'm not surprised that God is leading me also to go and rather send people to start a church. Well, he doesn't want to start the churches. Do you understand? So get ready to be used by the Lord. A time will come when you'll be going through the region, and you will see. So many lighthouse churches. The people will ask whether the founder of lighthouse is an Ewe. Say it's an Ewe man. And some people will say, some people will say, oh, he's a light, light-colored guy. So they think he's also an Ewe. There are some Ewe's who are very fair. Uh-huh. Where do they come from? Where? Peki area. Huh? So they will say I'm from Peki in those days. Because of how like evangelical it is going, our airway 
denomination is called Evangelical Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. Amen. We have Ascendria Lighthouse Chapel International, and then we have Evangelical. And then now we are going to start another one called Family Lighthouse Chapel International. That is churches that are not originally from Lighthouse who want to be part of Lighthouse, but as independent churches. We have decided to allow them if they want to. They will apply and then we do one or two things. And then we form a new denomination called Family Lighthouse Chapel International. Hallelujah. So, it's very powerful. Are you excited? You know, you cannot succeed in the ministry unless you love the people that you are sent to. That is one of the greatest keys. No one can do well unless you love the people. If you don't love the people, you can never minister. Because the Paul said that the love of Christ constraineth me. Amen. So you must have a, a love. Like for, for instance with me, I feel a certain love for Ghana and for Ghanaians. I think it is, it is, it is from God. Because when, I'm just, when I just move, whether it's the north, the south, the east, the west, I have a feeling for the people and a burden. I only pray. Do you see? I only pray for the people. So I pray that you have that love and that heart to go and do well. And I believe that one day. Eh? And by the way, if you don't go, God will raise up others. That one day I'm telling you, you'll be surprised. It may not be you, but somebody else will go. Amen. So after church, huh? we will be closing very soon because today we are not staying long. But after church, I see a hall and then we meet. All right? Bless, lift your hands. Bless these ones. Father, use them specially. As evangelists and apostles and missionaries and bless the Volta region oh God with special love of these seeds that will be sent to the people we love you we thank you in Jesus name Amen God bless you. You may be seated. We have already accomplished a lot in this service. How many realize that we have already accomplished a lot? Something is happening. You see it as if we are playing. As if we are just saying something. One day you, it will be happening. These days I meet pastors. They say, oh, I'm a lighthouse pastor. I say, hey, what is your name? <laughs> At first I knew all the pastors. We used to say it in those days. But soon there will be thousands of pastors. And you will not, when you see, you have to identify yourself with identity card. 
Amen. Is that powerful? How many love God? I just came tonight to tell you that unless you love God, you can't serve God. Because God is looking for lovers. He's not looking for soldiers per se. He's looking for lovers. Lovers who can die for him. Lovers who can do anything for him. Lovers who love him with all. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. When you come to God, you must come to God with everything. Not just your mind. Some people have come to God with their minds, but they left their soul. The soul is the feeling. The soul is the feeling of the man. Huh? Huh? But thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Everything. Huh? Do you know that you can detach and give sections? Huh? You give this and you keep the rest. You give a part and you keep the part. How do you think prostitutes function? They just here and here available. It's ten in Amsterdam is ten euros for one session. Ten minutes. It's ten euros. It used to be twenty um, guilders. No VAT, just 20 guilders. You just go. So they detached themselves. In Geneva, there was a prostitute whom my brother-in-law used to work on that road where a prostitute was. So sometimes I go and stand with her and he shows me the people. And he showed me a lady. He said, this woman, her husband drops her every day at work. Her work is prostitution. So he drops her. You see, but although she gives her body to the clients, her soul and her heart, she gives it to her husband as well as her body. But she gives her body alone to the clients. Depending on how much you pay, the body will be given to you. A normal style was 20 or 10 guilders. And then an extra style was, um, I think, 50. No, the reason, huh? No, no, I'll tell you how much that one is. And that one, no, this one, the reason why I know is not because I, I, I'm going to see prostitutes myself. But even if I have, God has forgiven me by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Yes. I don't care what you think about me, it's your problem. Yeah. Think whatever you want to think. I'm used to people thinking whatever they want to think. I don't care. You understand? Yeah. Even if I have, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins. All right? So, normal style was 20 or 10 euros. 
The extra star was 50. That is extra. So those of you who are married, when your wife does a different star, it's a more valuable thing. People pay for these services. Value-added sex. All right? And then, look, if you don't like it when I'm talking about this, you just close your ears and after... You get it? Some of them, eh, I don't like it when he's talking about Why doesn't he just preach the word? I'm preaching the word. I'm, I'm explaining things to you. I'm helping people's marriages, if you don't know. Especially the young ones. And then, without condoms, it's 2,000 pounds. Without condoms, it's 2,000 pounds. So there was this guy, he told me, he, he, that was, he was always attending. He said, he, he said to me, there was a time I go every day. And he knew all the prices. And you have a Nigerian, Ghanaian, Holland, different types. They are there. You pick this one. Come. And then you pick 20, 50. Depending on what you want. So these people, you, you, it's your, it is the surprise. Some are married. Some are married. The body, I give. The heart and the soul, I don't give. I keep it. And that's how some of us are. Have you not read where Jesus said, these people worship me with their lips. But their hearts far away. <laughs> they sing and they clap, but their heart is far away. God knows, just like the prostitute. You want this style? I should turn this way or that way. I should lift here. I should lift here. Okay, it's 50. I'll do it. But my heart is far away. I'm doing it because of the money. For my heart, that I should do this for my heart. No, 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 no. Yeah. And so some of us, we, you see, we have come to serve God with mouths, with our bodies, but our feelings are far away. No feelings. No love. And the relationship between God or Christ and us is actually a love affair. Yeah. That is why at marriage, said, this is a great mystery. When they are getting married, it's a mystery. It's actually supposed to be a revelation of our relationship with Christ. If you are a spiritual person, you will start to reassess what marriage is. Every single part of marriage will be a revelation to you about your relationship with Christ. Starting with the signing. The signing. The covenant. The whole thing starts with an agreement. It goes on to the pain of sex. It goes on to intimacy. 
It goes on to relationships. It goes through misunderstandings. And it goes on to different levels. And it can deteriorate. Every single piece of marriage is a revelation. But because most of us have served God just with our lips and with our physical beings and also sometimes the most moral and principled Christians, eh, they, they don't love God with their hearts at all. It's just principles. The Bible says this. These are the four steps. Never do this. Never do this. Never do this. Fast at this time. Do this. Do this. Do this. So sometimes, a lot of things God is watching. But it's not... So that's why at, at judgment day, so many things will be so funny. And he will say, no, I don't know you. I mean, this the truth is I don't know you. You are principled, but I don't know you. Amen. So, Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Just for five minutes, I'm going to be sharing and then we, we just close. Because I believe that we are all tired. I'm more tired than all of you. It says, I am the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valleys. This is one of the titles used for Christ. Like a lily among the thorns, so is my darling among the maidens. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ eh, is like the lily amongst the thorns. The thorns are the banks. The thorns are the jobs in the world. The thorns are the other things we give our hearts to, our passion to. Because a lily is something that you admire. Amongst the other things we admire, Christ amongst them it's like a lily amongst thorns. I tell you. To love even a woman is like to love thorns. Yeah. Compared to loving Christ, the love of a woman is like loving thorns. Ah, ask all those who are married if they have not pricked themselves since they got married or they found themselves. Ask any of the women who have married. If it is not, the, the marriage is the largest prayer topic of their lives from the time they married. And before they married, it was the largest prayer topic. After they married, the major prayer topic. And the most painful experiences. It's like a lily amongst thorns. Keep it. You see, I don't know whether you can handle some of these type of things. Because I, I, I want to go deep. I don't know whether you, I will drown you before we get, we get there. Because some of you will be offended by what I say. Yeah, because you, you can't handle truths. I say the lily among thorns. Love the lily or love the thorns. Your, your aspirations. You see, today I was coming, my car broke down by a clinic and I told the guys in the car, I said, look at this, a very old clinic, the windows of the, the clinic eh, has become brown you know, 
like when dust has gone inside the mosquito net till the whole net is brown and i said this is the aspiration of someone whose dreams were medicine i am going to be a when he was in medical school he said i'm going to be a great something one day i will start a hospital and a clinic and this this is what we were sitting by the most dilapidated broken down the gas decrepit dusty old house with a big sign something something clinic that is his dreams. That is what is left of it. Christ is like the lily amongst thorns. What you give your passion to and compare with what others may give their passion to is like to love thorns. Oh, yeah. It's that I'm the lily of the valley, I'm the rose of Sharon. I'm like a lily among thorns. Try it and see. People love even their children. They give their love so much to their children. The love for your children and of your children compared to the love of Christ is like the love of thorns. Your children will give you more headaches and sorrows than you can ever imagine my mother told me said when they grow it's not finished when they leave the house it's not over you are always thinking about them and their issues and their lives and their marriages it's not over even though they have left the house and some people are so disappointed because they have little baby especially a little daughter Little son, it's like he does not even have time for you. He has time for his girlfriend. He does not even remember you. <laughs> Many mothers, their, their daughters quarrel with them. Oh, I, I know lie. You how many times do you remember your mother? When you were born, your mother was so happy holding you, holding you. you how often do you remember your mother? She's not in your life at all. She might as well be a forgotten ghost. Do you know forgotten ghost? I've told you about a forgotten ghost before. Huh? Oh, I must have told you. My love for my Jesus. Hey, I'm glad I found the lily among the thorns. To concentrate on this lily. I, I don't know whether you can handle what I'm telling you. Because you see, some of you will go back and say, Hey, now what the bishop is saying, does he, is he having marital problems or what? You see, that's why we, we, there are some things we don't say. Because you cannot handle it. You cannot receive it. You cannot receive it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love my Jesus. One day a man sat in my office, a very, very rich man. And he was heartbroken. Because he had given his love, I think, to Standard Chartered Bank or Barclays Bank or one of the banks. For years he said, I have served the bank. 
and something happened in the bank and they sinezzled him and sacrificed him. He was very surprised. When he was coming to church, the pastor told me, his pastor, he said when it was time to come to church, this man, because of business and because of the clients and this and that, his career, he thought he was going to be brought and made the topmost person. They swept him. Because he loved the tongue. Some people love their houses. They love money. The Bible said they that love money shall pierce themselves through with many sorrows. I don't know whether you can handle it. Because I'm speaking about some of your dreams. Some of you brothers, when you are young, you are going to marry. You are so full of sexual zeal. Bishop, I can't wait. My legs, pastor, pray for my legs. I can't walk. My God. (laughs) And then, (laughs) pastor, I cannot wait. My legs, my legs are paining me. My legs. And you see this beautiful princess coming by. And you cannot imagine anything that is not sweet. And anything that is not gentle. Coming from this soft creature. Who is so gentle. So sweet looking. And who waves her hand at and yet you are surprised when you receive the first sharp word from this sweet princess the tongues have begun to pick you a prikibu a prikibu From this gentle princess can come words that you're surprised about. Because you picked and you said, I remember one brother at his wedding, he said, There is no (laughs) virtuous. When he, when he was giving a speech, <laughs> he said, "He said there is no virtuous lady." You know, that was at the wedding. He was speaking of there is no virtuous woman. He was talking like like this woman that I have found. He was full of passion and love. A few years later, I was counseling the brother because the brother had no desire. He's a pricky letter. Oh no. Oh no. 
like an apple tree among the trees of the forest, so is my beloved among the young men. In his shade, I took great delight and I sat down. In his shade, hallelujah, I took great delight and I sat down. In his shade. In his shade. In his shade. I sat down. I took my cover. In his shade. You see, one of the first seniors. You see, I, I want to compare. You see, the, the marriage was actually just supposed to be a guiding post to the real love. Rejoin us is that time that. He goes and the experience he's having with the Lord is too strong. You see, there are, there are, I don't know whether you can, you can relate with what I'm talking about. It's too strong that he has to leave. He has to stop. And he just leaves. Because he, he can't continue. He can't sustain the ecstasy. The intimacy. Like, stop. Stop, Lord. And he goes. I can't. Do you know that? That's the only basis for ministry. That's the only basis for serving God. He said, when he was asked, what's the greatest commandment? The, the greatest, the number one is to love God. I'm telling you, those of you who do not love God and not have a loving, personal, intimate relationship with God, I'm telling you, you may have rules, you may have principles, I've not done this before, I've not done this before, I've not done this before. It will mean much to God. What you haven't done. He too has not done all those things before. He has also not done all those things before. You are not special. Why God loved David and said he was special but never said, made such comments about Joseph? The good guy, the principal guy, the never falling, never sinning, perfect gentleman. The principled man, man of morals and virtues, high standards. Never fell. And David, the man who could order the death, he said, let him go to the fierce, the front of the fiercest part of the battle. Let Uriah be there. And then withdraw so that he will be killed. And Bible said, but the thing which David did displeased the Lord. Yet, this is a man after God's own heart. You will never understand. Maybe till you grow. And you have some people who love to be with you. And others who are just perfect doers of the right things. I prefer to be with people who like me, who love me, who want to be with me, than just perfect people, good people who do always the right thing. <laughs> I mean, from my own personal experience. I, even, even as a human being, I'm not interested in perfect people. Not that you shouldn't be perfect, but it's like, it doesn't mean so much to me as it used to mean. Because in the perfection usually comes a whole lot of pride. Pride in your own achievements. I don't know whether you can relate with all these things that I'm talking about. but In his shade, I took great delight. Many times after getting married, you realize that the shade provided by your husband is not much. Even finances, you have to bring some to add. I say everything compared to Christ is Christ, the lily and the thorns. 
when we were coming from Hohoi, we saw a, an accident. I have not seen an accident like that before. Eesh. It was something. It was something. I, uh, I have never stopped to turn around and go and look at it. I stopped my car and I turned around to go and look at it. Well, I'm talking about shade. Shade. I'm talking about protection. You see, the kind of car that had the accident, it was a new Mercedes Benz. E class or S class. And there was an articulator, a flat back without the container. It was packed on the side, but the, the bottom was the side. So just the uh, apex of the corner was out in the road. The, the Mercedes was blue. Even after the accident, even the inside, the seats, beautiful white. And you know, a Mercedes, when you drive and you say, Kadia, Enwani German, but even amongst the Germans, Kadia, Enwani Benzo, Mercedes. Oh, it is the number one car. Yeah. If I was not in the ministry, the car that I would use is Benz. Now when you drive Benz, people say this and that. So I'll not I'll drive my Benz in heaven. When I get to heaven, I'll just ask the Lord. Do you have Benzes here? If you have Benz, I'll use one. Yeah. Don't need to have everything here. My life is hid with Christ in God. And when Christ shall appear, then I shall also appear. Hey. My I delight in his shade. Shade. The shade provided by him is the only shade that can shield you in this life. And Mercedes Benz's shield cannot, because I can imagine that the lights of the car were perfect. Mercedes. The trailer removed the top of the car. And the car became a, like a convert. It matched the engine and cleared the top of the whole car off like that. And the car was just there. Everybody there would be beheaded. And it was not the first. When we were going, a Honda was under. The dead bodies were on the floor. When we were coming, a Benz was. And the, that thing has been there for two weeks. And Ghana police, you see three of them standing at a place waving light. And they will ask you, How far? And I will point straight and say, okay, go. How far? Say, I'm going here. Okay, go. And a car is there killing people every day. They go and collect bodies. And we say we have police in the country. This is wonderful. In his shade, Princess Diana was in a bulletproof one. With airbags on the right, on the left, the front. One brother, he had an accident. His car went to somersault in a, a big gutter in Accra. Beautiful new car with airbags. When the car somersault, 
Airbags deployed. One, two, three. He was in the car. Then he opened the door and he came out. Superman. Yeah. When I saw him, I said, Brider, God has saved you. He wouldn't listen to me. He wouldn't listen to me. I said, huh? He thought it was airbag. And, and the type of car. I said, Brider, Brider, look, humble yourself. God has saved you. God has, God has protected you that you didn't die. But he was arrogant. Shouting. Insulting. Talking rubbish. One day, God removed the shade that was over his life. And suddenly he became ill. And the shade was gone. But this time, money could not pay. Airbags could not save. ABS brakes could not. Sidebars could not. Underbags could not. Because God had removed the shade. If God removed, every lady here, if God removed the shade, the shade from your breasts, these two breasts, God removed those. Okay, I've moved this one. I've, or if you remove one, or if you remove all. No. No. It will turn into a stone. You'll be gone. You'll be gone in a few months, in a few years, if you remove the shade. The shade of your breast is not your bra. It's a heavenly shade. No brazier can protect you from things that are in the atmosphere which no one has an explanation for why they come. It's like have you wondered why doctors are also spiritual? You take a specialist like the one sitting here and so me one day I was at a miracle service in Panama and the, the person who was assisting me was a doctor and a doctor came up to say she was healed another doctor came up to say a child was healed. All of us, were there. I was standing, this one was a pediatrician, this one was a surgeon, three of us and we all test. Have you ever wondered why doctors, eh? doctors also believe so much in God and in miracles and so on you would have thought that because of their scientific knowledge they have found something no no they have found thorns as compared to the apple tree that is among the trees in the forest in his shade i took great delight and i sat down and his fruit was sweet to my taste he has brought me to his banquet Hall, and his banner over me is love. Amen. Sustain me with raisin cakes. There are spiritual raisin cakes. Refresh me with apples. Hush, because I am love sick. Let his left hand be under my head and his right hand embrace me. This is, these are the words from a spiritual lover. 
Refresh me with raisin cakes and apples. When you sit down in the presence of God. You see, that's why I love. You see, I can feel God's presence and a certain joy that I have when I'm in his presence. You know, the Holy Spirit is like somebody who is around. When I read the Bible, then it's like he's now speaking. And I can feel him refreshing me with raisin cakes and with apples. I feel apples. That's why sometimes there are people with me when I start sharing the word. It's like I'm sharing apples and raisin cakes. Sweet things. He has refreshed me and I, I feel I enjoy the raisin cakes. I enjoy the apples. <laughs> he has brought me to his banquet hall. And many of us have no idea about even scriptures. Reading the Bible is the most boring thing to you. That's why you are so far. You say you want to serve God. Brother, a man who does not take this book and find God for himself. Oh, brother, you are far. You are so far. Far, far, far. The joy and the sweetness that we feel when we have these apples and raisin cakes of the Lord. One day, a sister traveled. You know, and when she came back, she brought, doesn't mean go and buy these things for me. I'm just using as an example. Try to understand. Try to understand. She brought me some CDs. No, I didn't see her for some time, so I thought, oh, you know, she's out of, out of range. But when she brought me those CDs, four of them, I just felt some warmth in my heart. Because she had brought me apples. Raising cakes that I love so much. The way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And the way to a spiritual heart is through the spiritual stomach. My heart was moved. I felt warm towards her. I felt, you know, I felt such love. Because I've been given some of my apples. How I love these apples. Some of you don't understand what I'm preaching about. I don't blame you. Because even the spiritual yam and fufu, you have not eaten it. How much more before you come to the dessert? The spiritual raisin cakes and apples. God has called us to his banquet. Wonderful banquet. You can't go without salvation. Salvation, yeah, God has called us to his banquet. Yeah, you can go without salvation. We used to sing, God has called us to his banquet. You've been invited. Come every morning, my son. Come every day. Come and eat. Come and eat, my love, I love. Ooh, shall behave us, mahando, somaka prade, listo, motalabre, beste. Mysterious revelations brought to you through the power of his presence and the unction, the presence of God. Experience love. What that love was meant to be between a man and a woman was all to show the way to his love. I hope that all of us, when Christ comes, will go to heaven. Because I know that in a large house, there are many, some who don't even know him at all, to start with. You know one of my difficulties when I used to work in the secular world, when I used to be in school, my pain was that 
I couldn't have the time with God as I love to be with him. Huh? I didn't have it. That was the pain that I had. Hurt me. I wanted it. I need it. Amen. May you have that intimate, wonderful experience. Oko, do the people understand what I'm talking about? Have you ever wondered why people become homosexuals? One day a man came to me. He wanted me to be a homosexual uh, friend to him. sat down, talked to me, trying to convince me. Yes, yes. I was a young man. He was talking to me. But as he talked to me, there was something that came to my mind. A question. A question that came to my mind. So I said, I'll see you again. I want to ask you something. I told him I'm a Christian. And he said, I'm also a Christian. Yes. He told me I played piano in the church. Yeah. Not everybody who plays these instruments are correct people. Yeah. We are just about to close. Listen. I had just question. I was wondering. So I said, I'll meet you. So I met him again. We sat somewhere, two of us. And I talked with him. And he explained. So I said, you know, and he, he promised, he said, you know, I gave my, my friends and my lovers a lot of money. He was promised me money. So I, I just had one question for him. And the question was this. Why? Why are you doing this? Why have you become what you have become? This man was not a Ghanaian. I asked, why have you, what are you, what are you, what, 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 what has made you? And he answered me. He answered Sustain me with raisin cakes, refresh me with apples because I am lovesick. All of us in our carnal minds are thinking of something. Let his left hand be under my head and his right hand embrace me. God is the one who wants to embrace you. You are his bride. You understand? I said, You are his bride. So I asked him, why? And he answered. He said, Dad, I have had many, 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 many girlfriends. I find no more satisfaction. I have had hundreds. 
girlfriends. I'm sick of the love of women. I'm looking for something more. Brothers, sisters, the love of a man will never fill you. And the love of a woman will never satisfy. Many virgins, when they marry and they have sex for the first time, there's a question they ask. Is this it? Is this it? Is this, this it? What has been talked about? What has been preached about? Is this that? Is this all? Is there something else that we didn't know about? Is this that? Sisters and brothers, the real love is the love of him. The real embrace is the embrace of him. When he embraces you, when he holds you, when he loves you. I am sick of love. The ministry is for God lovers. People who love God. Not who just love things about God, but they love, they like God. You know, sometimes we should start using the word like. Because it seems to be now a stronger word than love. When you say, I like you, it actually seems to be more powerful than I love you. Because the I love you seems to have lost its power. I love you seems to have lost its power. I like you. If I told you I love you, you would have big. But if I told you, Jobut, I like you. You see that I've said something stronger. Because love seems to have lost its meaning. What do you mean by love? Then he said, I had a particular girlfriend. I thought I would marry her. We went on and on and on, but in the end it didn't work. The whole thing was so painful. He said, I'm looking for something else. I want something more. I'm looking for something further. Hey, brothers, this love is found in Jesus. You can actually love God. If you don't know, I'm telling you, I love my Savior. I'm not perfect. I'm not holy. I'm nothing. But I like God. I said, I like God. And I have a feeling for God. I have a feeling for God. I said, I have a feeling of my love for Him and my wanting Him. I like Him. I was like, you do understand what I'm saying? I said, I like God. I like Him. I like to be with him. I love walking with you. I love talking with you. Not just when there's trouble. I hate praying to God when there's trouble. I hate it. I hate praying. When, I, when there's trouble and I pray, I'm not sure whether God is hearing my prayer. Because I feel I'm too desperate. I feel I'm praying too hard. I'm not sure. How many have felt that before? You're not sure... Is it faith or what is going on? I mean, it's like the whole thing, the whole prayer is so complex. Uh, is, it, is it God who is bringing the sinners or you are supposed to bind the devil? What is going on? I mean, is it a blessing or a curse? You don't even know how to pray. I don't enjoy praying in crisis. I don't even enjoy praying for things. I just like to stay. Sometimes I've stayed the whole day. Then I say, what have you prayed? I don't know, but I've been praying. I'm just, I'm just around. I'm just around. I'm just around. I feel such a love for people who 
want to talk to me about nothing. There are people who want to see me. So, I need to see you about this. Three things. Number one, we need to talk about the computer that uh, got broken. Number two, the curtains in the office are torn. And number three, the watchman has left and we need to employ a new one. So, I'll go say, okay, employ this one. See, Pastor Prince. See this. this. Okay, see. Bye. Then I meet some other people who don't have any reason to see me about anything. So, we just wanted to see you. Oh, really? You just wanted to see me? <laughs> I also just want to see you. That's how God feels when we come. So, Lord, I'm here on this issue. I curse, I bind, I lose. I extract. I break down. I tear. I bind. Tese papa, totosha, kabe. You know how I used to pray? I used to pray like this. I used to look at my watch. Ten. We are going to five. Shall we pray? Abaya. Abaya. At a point, God was almost asking whether I'm a Buddhist. Because I was more of a chanting prophet than a... You see... It's true that we speak to him in other tongues, but is there nothing for you to say with your understanding to him? Is there there nothing to say to him? Is there nothing to say to him? Is there nothing to say to him? You have nothing to say to him about anything. You have anything to talk to him about? When this scripture becomes like apples to you, Everybody here should buy apple this week and bite it and eat it and say, and say, Lord, my relationship with you is supposed to be like eating these apples. Those of you who don't like raisins, you have to get raisin cake and eat with tea. And know your relationship with God is supposed to be like drinking tea with raisin cakes. It's like a special delicacy. It's not a banku and okro or contumbre and yam it is a special delicacy it's there's a finesse about that interaction there's some intimacy some beauty something gentle and beautiful delicate about our interaction with him lover of my life lover of my soul May I have only love to give back to you. What can I do to, to say thank you to God? How much can I serve him? How many people will be saved from my life? What will my work contribute? What will I do in the end? By the end of my days, how much will be done? All I can do, Lord, is to love you. I don't know why you love me. I also want to just love you. Fall in love. Fall in love with you again. I just want to forget about the cares of this world. Fall in love one more time with he who gave himself and shed in blo- his blood in case I would be, in case I could receive, in case, even he knew that I may not, but just in case, eh, just in case, he knew that many would not, but just in case one or two would come, he gave his love. It's a great love. There's nothing else to give back to God than to love him. You can keep your body. You can keep your mouth. You can keep all that. 
if you can give him your heart and your soul. Your body will follow. As are some of you, you are, you are so stiff. When it comes to God, you are like, I'm that tag. I'm not that emotional tag. I don't feel much. Me too, that's how I was when I came. I'm a very hard person. People, those of you who you think I'm, I'm nice with you and so on, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm one of the most hardest, wicked people you can get if I'm going into wickedness and hardness. I'm not saying I'm wicked, but I tell you, if I'm operating by principles and hardness, you can't stay. It's Christ's love that has made me soft. You see me crying often. As if I'm not a choleric, you would think I'm a sanguine. So every day, I become, I become weepy. I become tearful. I become like a woman. I have to become like a woman in relation to God. But I'm the bride and he's the bridegroom. I have to become weepy. Those of you who are women, women, men. I'm a Tarzan. Equal rambles in the church. You have no care for your husband. And when it comes to the Lord, you are harder than, you are harder than Nim tree. Ash, Periso. Simato, Makila. I love my Jesus. Allow me to love. That's why I, I move away from people who don't love. When I see that you are talking to my, I don't want it at all. Allow me to be with my God and people who like him. Yeah. I didn't come to serve God for money. I don't want to be near people who are going to struggle over money. If money is your problem, I'll give you $20,000 to go away with your troubles. We are not here to earn money. We are here to find a, a, a gap. I said we are here to find a gap. A small space where we can also push our head inside and join the lovers of Jesus with all our heart and all our might and our soul. That's what we are here for. If money is your problem, find your way. I don't want to struggle with anybody about that. I'm so happy that I got a small space like this. A small gap like this. When you see the crack in the door like that. Those of you who I called at the beginning of the service. It's a crack of light. It's a small space. It's a small... What can you do for God? When you wake up, by the time you are going to die, what would have happened? You know how many years it takes to accomplish something? I went to the uh, Acropong pastors. Where they died. 24 years old. 26 years old. 25 years old. 29. 33. 32 years old. Today I saw their names. I look at their ladies and men. What did they do by the time they were dead? Just shed your blood. I love God. I'll go to Africa. I'll die. I love I like God. That's all you can do. To earn yourself even a place to be near him. In his throne are thrones. I said, in his throne are thrones. Korah, the rebellious pastor. Moses called him and asked him a question. When you go, go and read it. Number 16. Around verse 3, 4. 
He asked him when he was rebelling. He said, is it a small thing? Is it a small thing? Cement it a small thing. That God has brought you near himself to do his work. Is it a small thing to you? It didn't, it didn't say, this is cement it a small thing that God has promoted you, uh, made you a general, made, said, that God has brought you near to himself to do the service. And then he said it again, cement it a small thing. The only thing God has done when he includes you in his work is to have brought you near, nearer and nearer and nearer and nearer. Oh, me, I don't have any message to you. I'm just talking about how I love my Jesus. I love my Jesus more than I love my wife, my children. I love more than I love my family. I love more than I love anybody here. Oh. That's why I will not lie to you. There are those who say God, family, ministry. Where did you get that formula from? At least not in my Bible. It's God. Number two, God. And number three, God. The formula is wrong. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. I could tell you more. Listen, my beloved. Behold, he is coming. Behold, he is coming. Climbing on the mountains. Leaping on the hills. Sometimes his presence is coming. But those who don't know him are yawning. <gasps> Sleeping. <laughs> Meanwhile, my beloved is coming. He's creeping into the service. My beloved is walking into the service. And you are yawning away and sleeping away. Skipping on the hills. But if I was to put a bowl of diamonds here. And I was to tell you that one diamond is worth half a million dollars. And I'm going to give. There are 28 diamonds. In truth, each one is worth half a million dollars. I'm going to give to 28 people here. Do you think there is anybody, no matter how long I speak, up to 3 a.m. tomorrow, for the moment that I put my hand and I sprinkle this 28 diamond, do you think there is anybody who even bat an eye? And I said that the one who catches the diamond is for you. The love of what you really love will show itself. But when the apples and the raisin cakes of the Spirit are coming, my beloved responded and said, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, come along. Come along. Those of you who are hard, become soft. Love him with your feelings. Love him with your feelings. And those of you who are women who have made yourself more than men, more than a man-woman, more, more, more than Schwarzenegger, 
more than. No feelings, no care, no passion. Passionless, passion free. Arise, my darling, my beautiful one. Oh, my dove, in the secret place of the steep pathway. Let me see your form. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your form is lovely. Let me hear your voice. Let me see your form. Me, I'm, I'm praying always. I want to see him. I want to see him. I want to see him. There's only one verse I used to console myself. Two verses. I've had one. I found a second one. Those of you, how many of you watched me interviewing Pastor Prophet? Did you see it? How many didn't see it? Most of you didn't see. Watch next week. I'm interviewing him again for the next four weeks. They have seen so many things. So, I didn't see. I have two verses that I used to console myself. One, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. That's my main verse. But recently, I found a verse that lighted a fire in me. He said, when we are in the new Jerusalem, among the promises, he said, it shall wipe away every tear. There shall be no more sorrow, no more pain, no more death. And he said, and there shall be no moon, no candle, no sun. Then he promised and said, and they shall see his face. They shall see his face. So one day, I know I will see his face. Even if I can't see him now, I'll believe until I see him. One day, one day, I'll see his face. Hallelujah. If you don't love Jesus, don't come for these services. Catch the foxes for us. The little foxes that are ruining the vineyards. My beloved is mine and I am his. Paul stood up in the, in the boat and he said, God whose I am and whom I said, which means I belong to God. When you say whose I am, it means I belong to God. And whom I serve means I serve God. So Paul said, I belong to God and I serve God. He said, my beloved is mine and I am my beloved's. I am my beloved's. <laughs> I am my beloved's. I belong to God. Lift your hand. Say, I belong to God. Say, I am my beloved's. And my beloved is mine. Hallelujah. Amen. Ah, Until the cool of the day when the shadows flee away. Turn, my beloved, and be like a gazelle or a young star on the mountains. Father, we thank you for your wonderful love for us. It's sweeter than the love of a woman. You are the lily among thorns. We want to give our attention, oh God, to you. 
for you are so sweet. We love you. Lift your hands and love him. Speak to God. Speak to him. Thank you. Pere karamanos. Kedo sambarala and shomo kabarales. Rego satara le menechon do rolide le semende le ketevele de dele. Just speak to him as we close this wonderful service and thank God. It's great love for you. It's great love for you. It's great love. I am my beloved. And my beloved is mine. Oh, Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I love walking with you. I love talking with you. I love walking with you. I love, I love, yes, I love walking with you. You can take me any place that you want to. I love it, Lord. Because I love walking with you. I love talking to you. I love. If you love talking, lift your hands. Talking with you. I love, I love, yes, I love talking with you. You tell me things, Lord. So I love talking with you. Oh, I, I love singing. Love I love singing. Singing to you. I love singing to you. I love, I love, yes, I love singing to you. So I love singing to you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much for this great opportunity that we have. When we love you, we don't have to have a discussion about offerings, about money, about where to go, whether we will go, we wouldn't go, what we would do, we wouldn't do this and that. Lord, because we love, we just love you. If we can be with you, we want to be with you. We thank you for this great blessing. I love walking with you. Lord, I love talking and I love singing. Thank you for this great love you put in my heart for you. Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. 
Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.